Hello everybody, this is Greg. It's Thursday morning and I'm going to do another response on another TED Talk. And um, this one is titled The Surprising Science of Happiness by given by Dan Gilbert in 2004. I heard about this TED Talk through um, the one I listened to yesterday or the day before, Debbie Millman's TED Talk. Um, about design. And I just found that uh, this Dan Gilbert talk was also, as they almost all are, uh, just uh, mind-blowing and uh, really get your noodle thinking. Um, he talks about uh, the science of happiness and how the brain can manufacture happiness or synthesize its own happiness. And this is something that has evolved over 2 million years. Um, we developed a prefrontal cortex, and it's what separates us from a lot of the other animals. Um, it's an experience simulator, which allows us to make decisions um, based on thinking about whether we think it's good or bad. And he gave a colorful example of um, Ben and Jerry's doesn't make liver and onions ice cream because people can imagine or think that liver and onions ice cream wouldn't taste very good, so they don't make it. That's experience simulation. Um, also, the... Uh, prefrontal cortex can be a psychological immune system. Um, so when bad things happen, our brain has the ability to overcome that and to synthesize happiness um, from bad situations. And his studies have shown that in a within three months to a year, that their level of happiness um, is not affected by the event. So our brains have the ability to recover, basically. Um, and what I thought was fascinating when he talked about this was how our brains can create happiness, but our individual choice, our freedom of choice is detrimental to this. So he gave the example of um, when you're dating, if somebody picks their nose, you're going to stop dating them. And uh, But if you're married to somebody and they pick your nose and they pick their nose, you kind of say, nah, he has a good heart. Don't touch the fruitcake. And everybody laughed. But um, so if you think about it, um, I like to think about things in terms of art. And, you know, I think advertising and marketing plays on this part of the brain with where they're trying to get you to ex experience something before you buy it. So you make a decision. This is going to make you feel good. And um, you can see that in your mind, and you go ahead and you make the purchase. Uh, 
also think about this part about uh, individual choice and how it relates to synthesizing happiness. Um, So I thought about if people have a choice, if I'm making spoons, um, if I say satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, almost everyone would make that choice because they prefer to have a choice. They they want to have the freedom to make the choice. However, on the other hand, that will not create as much synthesized happiness as if they didn't have a choice. So if I were to say, no refund, no return, people may not want to buy it because of that. However, their brain, once they do buy it, would synthesize more happiness about that spoon um, because they didn't have a choice. And I found that really interesting, of course. uh, Why would your brain synthesize happiness, you know, if you did have a choice, it I think it's when you're when it's put to the challenge uh, if somebody dies you don't have a choice whether you know they can come back or not so uh that makes sense but uh and I also thought you know if your brain has the ability to synthesize happiness uh why do people commit suicide and that was that's what kind of really got my mind spinning so i actually went and looked it up what you know what the prefrontal cortex does exactly and it's um i'm not a i'm not a scientist i'm just summarizing what i just read scanned through but it looks like uh, it's the prefrontal cortex has a left side and a right side and the left side well one side is responsible for positive thoughts and the other side is responsible for negative thoughts. And one side can be weaker or stronger than the other. So if the positive side is weaker, then that's where depression could be created. So everything is, you know, I, I don't know everything about this, but it is fascinating. And I am sort of wondering... What do you think about satisfaction guaranteed or your money back or no refund, no return based on your product? Knowing that they won't love your product as much if you gave them that guarantee as whether you didn't give them the guarantee. What would you do? Let me know. Thanks for listening.